Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Eshin Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And segueing into an exploration of value-centered relationships. You know, we say the same words again and again, <clears throat> week after week, day after day, everyday life, and we sort of take it for granted what it means as if there is an everyday life. <laughs> you know, we don't really, really, truly experience the day. We experience our description of the day, our images of the day, <clears throat> what we want to get out of the day, what we want to accomplish, maybe. Many, many of us have a list, a to-do list. And when that's all done, you feel, oh, I had a good day. So that's what the word day means. And every day, day after day, it may be the same exact pattern again and again and again. That is really so much the nature of human life, so conditioned, so repetitive and in a groove. We, we, we seem to crave that groove as if it's some kind of security. Well, I know what I'm doing. I know where I am. I know what my goal, my purpose is. And thus, we go on and on and on, leaving almost no room for wonderful surprises or for a breakthrough into the routine of sunshine or joy or a taste of something completely different about what this world truly is and can be because we hold fast to our routines. Every day, our expectations. And that has, it's a double-edged sword because it can also become very boring, very exhausting, very depleting. You hear again and again, oh, I'm burnt out or the joy is gone from this relationship. And then, of course, we blame the relationship or we blame the person or probably we blame ourselves as well. But all of that is like a song sung off-key. It's not so. Not so. Suzuki Roshi wrote a wonderful book called Not Always So. Not, meaning everything isn't exactly the same moment by moment by moment. In fact, I would go so far as to say nothing is the same moment by moment except our insistence upon these routines and schedules and ruts make it the same for us. So what we do, in effect, is we're blocking out the day. So when I say for your everyday life, I'm kind of adding to that week after week, four years, more than four years now, the same thing. I'm, I'm, I'm caught in the same mold as everyone else. That's how I know about it. <laughs> that's how I experience it. And that's how, at times, I sit through it into another way of looking at it. That's all. You know, they say in Zen, before you start sitting, mountains are mountains, rivers are rivers. Everything is as it seems to us, and that's, that's it. No chance for variation. Then when you sit, 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 and go into practice, mountains aren't mountains anymore. Rivers aren't rivers anymore. In other words, everything isn't stuck. It isn't held fast. Things are flowing. They're alive. There are possibities. There's something else happening. 
And then as practice deepens, deepens, ripens, ripens, eventually <coughs> mountains are mountains again, rivers are rivers again. Of course, on one level they are, but they're also infused with something else, with vision, with understanding, with aliveness, with fun, with communication. And of course, by saying mountains and rivers, we're talking about life itself, including our relationships. You know, we do hold our relationships also stuck or in a rut, in a routine. Certain expectations, certain images we project onto the other and onto ourselves. And we want to do that. We need that. We think we need that to keep us feeling balanced and secure. At least I know who you are and I know who I am and I know where we're headed. Well, Zen would beg to differ. You don't know who you are, you don't know who the other one is, and you have no idea where you're headed, none at all. And neither does anyone else. <clears throat> because from the Zen point of view, you're actually not headed anywhere. Nowhere. Here you are right now, and this is where you are at this moment, and that is what counts. That is what you know. That is what is available for you to experience fully right now with the person, without the person, whatever's happening fully. You know, we hear that a lot, be here now. That become a, you know, When you hear something a lot, it loses its meaning. It becomes trite. But what it really is trying to do is focus your energy and your attention away from, oh, I know already where I'm headed. Oh, I know already who you are. Oh, I know already what the day is, and it isn't. No, you don't. You know, yesterday I <clears throat> gathered a few friends together for the first time in a long time. A few Zen friends, which made it especially wonderful to see these folks again. And we went together outdoors to a restaurant close by and to celebrate the birthday of one of, one of us, one of our group. <clears throat> one of the, those who've been, we've all been sitting together many, many, many years. And, and we wanted to celebrate his birthday and thank this particular person for his so much devotion and helping. Naturally, we've experiencing some losses and deaths in the group and in friends. And he's been particularly prominently helping, 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 arranging things, comforting, which is the fruit of our practice when we're just there in the moment, practicing, helping, helping. So we gathered together outdoors at this wonderful diner that has a big outdoor space nearby to celebrate him and each other and the day and all kinds of news came oh there'll be big thunderstorms and oh this is going to happen and that's going to happen all kinds of expectations and people concerned oh can we sit outdoors is there a roof many many of this kind of questions so I really didn't know who, who would actually be coming or what the weather would be we didn't know anything and just decided, let the party do the party. I'm not doing this. I'm not in charge. Let, let it just happen as it does. If, it's, if a thunderstorm comes, we'll get wet. <laughs> Whoever comes will find enough space and seats. Let it just happen as it does. Mm. What a wonderful, wonderful moment of freedom when I really just did that. And oh my goodness, what? I've hardly ever been to a better party, actually. This, the way it were, I got there a little early. They arranged 
just a certain, I said, how about this spot? It was just at the moment. And the tables were put together just for the perfect number of people. We had no idea how many would come. Everybody who came was just came. They sat next to the ones they wanted to talk. It was really special. Everybody had such a wonderful time. And then I wanted to have a birthday cake for him. And so I went in, indoors with one of the people, this woman who was there too. And we picked out all different pieces of cake. <laughs> there wasn't one cake. That was fine. Many delicious slices, cut it in half. So on the table were many, many, many different types of birthday cake and flavors. And it was delicious. We all had all kinds of cake. And then suddenly from behind us, all the waiters and Everybody who worked in the restaurant, the diner, had a big candle and began singing. Everything unexpected, everything just appearing, everything joying together is what I would say. Feeling the energy, the whole place, rocking, rocking, rocking. <clears throat> because the party was just happening and it included everyone. It included everyone. And the waitress started dancing. It was so much fun, fun. And that's what Zen is too. It's on the brink. It, it opens to so much fun and joy and unexpected, un unplanned, unplanned, spontaneous happenings like that. And the utter joy in being together. Wow. Now, of course, it was extremely intensified because we hadn't seen each other, many of us, for at least two years. So the incredible appreciation in, uh, of one another in person. That wouldn't have happened, I don't think, without those years of separation. Because we would just take each other for granted, take the day for granted, take everything for granted. But no, 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 not now. It was a treasure to see in person old friends. Now, you know, Zazen is also a kind of fasting, the way we didn't see each other for two years. You stop the running around the, when we'd sit down on the cushion in the Zen practice. We just stop our habitual routine rote ways. We stop it and we sit there. So it is, it's not a two-year fasting like we've all the whole world has been through, but it's a fasting. It's a stopping it's a diminishing of all our plans and expectations. It's a giving ourselves to the breath, to the moment, to whatever our experience might be arising as in that moment. So when you get up from the cushion, however long you sit, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, two hours, four hours, whatever you're doing. Of course, with walking in between, when you do a longer sitting, sit maybe 30, 40 minutes and walk 10 minutes in meditation and maybe sit again. There are all many ways of varying that, but the bigger point is that nothing is set in stone. Nothing is routine, except that we make it that way, cling to it. And we don't realize what we're missing out on when we cling to it. People said to me, is everything planned? How many people are coming? I said, nothing is planned except that we're getting together. I really didn't know how many were coming. This Different people have been going through different situations. They were going to try, they could, or they had plans. I really didn't know. It was an open call and so much better as a result of that. Now, 
I want to just apply that to our relationships. And, and by the way, why was it so much better? Because this heavy sense of responsibility, of doership, of I know how it's going to work out, and every moment is organized, that keeps you in this kind of a rut. It's stony. It's stony. It's edgy. And you're always watching to make sure things work out according to your expectations. But this is a different kind of way of being. It's a kind of, I don't want to use the word surrender because it's used too often. All these words that are used so often, they bring with them many associations, but I'd like to make it really plain. It's just allowing, allowing the party to happen by itself. The party has an energy. The gathering has an energy. The relationship you're in has an energy. It has a life of its own that we don't have to control or micromanage. Let it have its life. Let it breathe. Let the party breathe. Let the person you're with breathe. Don't corral them in. Corral them in. I had no idea where we would sit when I got there. I got there a little early to make sure I was there. Somebody came early, and I let it all emerge. Now, it emerged perfectly. I mean, really perfectly. Now, who, the question is now, who is really in charge of all the arrangements of the guests, of the delicious cake? Who really made that all happen? What is the life of the party when you just let it live? That's an incredible koan that we really, it's worth spending time with. Who's in charge of the seating? Who's in charge of who gets there and what time and when? Who? We think we are, but that's not really true. That's when we think we are, then we're creating this routine that we're clinging to, imposing our will and our ideas on everything that happens. And then we get burnt out, bored, tired, disappointed, whatever. A better way to say is, who does this party belong to, really? Who's in charge? And then you can rest, relax, and have such a wonderful time. So I want to offer that to you, not only for this lovely little beautiful party yesterday, but for your relationships, because every day can be a wonderful party. Sometimes it's a larger gathering. Sometimes it's just you and someone else. But who's in charge of the interaction, the encounter between you and someone else? Who does it belong to? Wonderful koan. I love koan so much. And I love taking a moment and an experience and life as a koan. And rather than figuring out and putting it in some kind of category... Just being with it and giving it its life, letting it breathe and letting who it belongs to appear, reveal itself. Let it reveal itself. That's what happened yesterday. Everything revealed itself, including the other people singing, people joining in, the perfect number of seats, the perfect spot. It just happened. So who made that happen? (laughs) That's the koan. And that's a way of being that you might want to try in an old, tired, disappointing relationship. You might want to say, okay, I will just let this breathe. I'll let this relationship live. I'm not in charge. 
So the relationship has its own life, and I will let it live. Part of it lives through me and through the other, and who knows what. So I hope that that is helpful. I, I hope you enjoyed the talk. I enjoyed the party. And it's great to speak to you and to be with you all. <clears throat> and, and I send you my very best for a beautiful, beautiful, unexpectedly delightful day. Thank you so much for listening. The URL to this talk is zenwisdomtoday.com. And if you feel like having any questions or answers or discussion, you can always reach me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. And please have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.